Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, August 14th. Canadian companies must go above and beyond to convince investors of their strong ESG credentials, according to a new report. Recognising and addressing stakeholder expectations requires a strategic approach across organisations amid a transition from voluntary standards to strict legal requirements, standardisation of regulations and terminology, and the need for greater transparency. The report from Canadian law firm Bordner Ladner Gervais also notes that Canada's ESG reporting will also require acknowledgement of the unique history and legal position of Indigenous communities. One of the firm's corporate lawyers, Lynn McGrade, says that ESG considerations are having a considerable impact on capital raising, with investors penalising companies they perceive as lacking in ESG practices and rewarding those with a strong ESG strategy. In an article by WP's sister publication Canadian Lawyer, it's noted that those creating investment products need to be reassured that ESG claims are validated and not simply rhetoric. McGrade says that rules and regulations around ESG funds do not do enough for investors to identify greenwashing, although things are improving with both Canadian and international regulators acting to make disclosures more transparent. In the energy and tech space, lawyer John Vallone has seen a shift among clients trying to attract capital into their business, with a greater focus on ESG because they know the portfolio managers are screening their investments for it. Malone says that when working with clients, validating ESG-related claims is key to avoiding claims of greenwashing and potentially costly class-action lawsuits. Economic uncertainty and market volatility is maintaining gold's position as a strong hedge. Recent data reveals that outflows from gold-backed ETFs and similar products eased in July to 2.3 billion US dollars, equivalent to a 34-ton reduction in holdings, 39% lower than the previous month, helped by the higher price for the precious metal. The World Gold Council stats show that the price of bullion was up almost 2.5% to $1,966 an ounce from $1,919 an ounce month over month, pushing the total ORM for gold ETFs up to $215 billion. Total outflows year-to-date are close to $5 billion, with risk on sentiment in the equities market reducing investor interest in gold. However, sentiment is improving among retail investors, according to the latest survey of Main Street and Wall Street analysts by Montreal-based Kitco. Its weekly gold survey shows that retail investors are expecting gold prices to rise this week, although market analysts are less bullish ahead of further signals on the economy following US CPI and PPI data. Retail stats and Fed FOMC minutes are among the key data due this week. Of the 13 Wall Street analysts who participated in Kitco's poll, four were bullish on gold, four were bearish and five were neutral. Among its 573 online voters, 56% expect gold prices to rise this week, with 27% expecting lower prices and 17% neutral in the near term. Retail investors are eyeing a price of $1,974 per ounce. Ask an average person what being wealthy is and they pick an arbitrary sum such as a million dollars. But if that is the magic number, does a millionaire therefore feel wealthy? What being wealthy feels like is subjective, but new research from TD Wealth aims to quantify it to some degree using the power of behavioural finance. The study only considered affluent and emerging affluent Canadians and cannot therefore be applied to the mass population. A simple one to start with, whether having money makes you feel wealthy. The study says yes, with some exceptions. But money's not the only way a wealth professional can make a client feel wealthy. Estate planning, for example, can also do this without having a material impact on assets. 
Personality traits play a key role in how wealthy someone feels, and the study found that three of these, reactiveness, extroversion and conscientiousness, play a bigger role in their wealth confidence than investable assets and household income combined. So certain traits can make a rich person feel less so, and vice versa, with reactiveness the most influential. The most reactive people are more likely to have low wealth confidence. Interestingly, the study found that wealth confidence increased in study participants until they reach assets of $3.5 million, then it starts to decline. Income shows a similar paradox, with confidence increasing until income reaches $200,000 per year, then it declines. Conversely, a higher level of debt weakens confidence up to $50,000, but after that there's a period where debt, to grow wealth, boosts confidence before it falls again after $100,000. There are some exceptions though. Wealth confidence is also boosted by working with a financial advisor according to the research. Those working with an advisor and with high wealth confidence are three times more likely than those with low confidence to be confident in their advisor's ability, four times as likely to be satisfied with their advisor and seven times more likely to say their advisor is worth every dollar. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Dealing rep fined $40,000 over ill-advised leveraged investment, how a wealth tech partnership has been a constant evolution, and how to make a swift billion dollars. Taylor's version. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.